coming up on Just Eldridge Podcast. When I when I met um Eldridge, he was just a young lion. There was just so much and I teach pranayama pranayama breath work as well. And I do all of that. Yeah, what does all that mean? I know. <laughs> For the people out there, say, say that again and say the slow people. You said polyamory. You said <laughs> demonized. I, I, I'm, I'm trying not to say the the, the word. Demonized. I know. It's a podcast. <laughs> That women do do that though. Women, women we got them every year. They take rituals and they be knocking off bodies. Of course, we don't want hoes. Uh, you want women and wives. No, you don't have to want wives. I you will commit me in love. One thing you've been hearing people say: Oh, you got good energy. Y'all hear that all the time now. But I think it's like cliche and it's trendy. People don't really understand energy. The crown of your head to draw towards the sky. As you exhale, allow your shoulders to relax and soften. Ready? Born ready. It's Wednesday. <laughs> Time for your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. Sit back, relax. Hey, we on them Aniston Pack vibes. Hey, 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 let's go, let's go, let's go. Shout out to all my YouTube family. You already see my special guests, but we love you, Spotify. We love you, iTunes. We love you, Google Pod. We love you, Stitcher. We love you, everybody else. Let's go. Let's go. We're going to do it like this. What's up, family? It's your boy, Eldridge. You tune into the Just Eldridge podcast, the greatest podcast ever at the airways. I am super excited because we're about to record the greatest episode I have ever recorded. I say it every time, and I mean it every single time. How many times have we said that? Damn. One hundred and well, we did some other episodes, so this will be one hundred and thirty-four. Oh, episode one thirty-four. Hey, we in there. We in there. We're gonna jump right into it. Uh, we do the Just series. Y'all know where we interview people who are just doing their thing, people who are just dope, people who are just friends, people I've been knowing for a long time. Um, I am super excited to introduce this young lady. She's important. She's very, very, very important. Round of applause for her. Um, when I first moved to, uh, Atlanta, I had started a nonprofit called Made Motivated Adults Developing Excellence. And I was doing it for a long time. And then I met a lady named Janice Robinson. Shout out to Janice. I love her. She's at United Way. She's a beautiful soul. Janice runs the VIP program. At the VIP program, they teach you how to run nonprofits from the board perspective. So I took the class because I didn't have a board at the time, but I wanted to learn how to have a board. So I took the class. Amazing learning experience. That's where I met Miss Bridget. Yeah. Uh, Miss Bridget, uh, another beautiful soul, somebody I met and, um, also met Morgan there. Shout out to Morgan. So, mm-hmm. um, this sparked my idea. If I want to take May from here to here, go to the next level, I need to have a board. Fast forward. Um, 
at some event with my boy Travis. Y'all know Travis on his podcast. Uh, it's a black Republican event. Y'all know yeah. Travis. He's yeah. a fucking black Republican. Uh, probably the only one I fuck with. And, uh, I'm at the bar. So that back in the day, there used to be the club in Atlanta called a Buckhead Bottle Bar. Restaurant Lounge. Restaurant Lounge. The Buckhead Bottle. Shit, that shit was a club. That shit used to be lit. <laughs> what was she talking about? This was the spot. <laughs> like, it, it get tight yeah, this the was, food was bomb though. The food was dope. Like the atmosphere was dope. Like it was just where you went. It was kind of like one of those swanky. It was like this club walked so apartment four B could try to run. Like you know what I'm saying? Like Very, this, when I went to when I went into there, you know, shout out to Shaka. But yeah, when I walked walk in there, I was like, oh, this reminded me. This is the first time I've been into a place that reminded me yeah. of Bottle Bar. It's a, and, and apartment four B, shout out to them. It's a good vibe. They're doing the thing. They're yeah, doing it's the a, thing. It's a good vibe. But Bottle Bar was bigger. It was it was just different. Everybody had their stuff. There. You know what I'm saying? So I'm at the bar, looking good, smelling good. Y'all know how I do. Uh, and I'm vibing. You know what I'm saying? I see this look. A red thing beside me, like so. So, uh, you know, I had to walk up on her. You know what I'm saying? Come on, tell me if I'm lying. <laughs> tell me if I'm lying, I'm dying. And he was a little young. Oh. He was a little young thing. But this is no hair e twenty. No hair e. Opening lines, what you say? I can't even remember. I, it wasn't even that. He wasn't, he, it was wasn't, he, aura. Wasn't, he wasn't pushing up. Stop playing. Um, I was, but it was the I Python guess, push up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> know. But you always got some little slick thing to say when you push up. Oh, oh yeah, he's, he's slicking a can of oil. Now. I can't remember what it was, <laughs> but talk to us. So, turns out I, we had a whole conversation. We were just sitting there vibing. Then she gave me her card, and then it had Bottle Bar on there. So, then when I found out she was on there. Mm-hmm. And um, from there, I was looking at all the things that I needed in my board. And she was like a very important piece for it. I needed someone that was entrepreneurial minded. I need somebody that was connected in within the community. And most importantly, I need somebody that had a heart for the community. And she did. And from there, we just instantly, I remember asking you to be on the board mm-hmm. and you said yes. And, um, and now that I know more about boards, I actually know what level of a commitment that really is. Like I was asking, not really knowing that, you yeah, know, yeah. and you said, yeah, you didn't even know me. Yeah. But I, I saw when I, when I met, um, Eldridge, he was just a young lion. There was just so much fire. No locks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was super conservative hair. The hair was all short. I love, nice hold on before you go to hold your thought. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome to the podcast, Miss Marsha. Oh yeah. <laughs> because again, I'm I'm excited because you know, people like Marsha and we all have those people, people that have seen you on the journey. Yeah. From the very beginning. You know what I'm saying? So Marsha has a perspective of me that not even y'all have. And we're back. So right. so, so uh Nah, man. First of all, Marsh, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I really invited myself. No, no <laughs> she, she didn't, but she did. So I seen her at the <laughs> Russell Center. She like, hey, when I'm going to be on the podcast? I said, shit, come this Sunday. Like, <laughs> some people just open. It's just open season. You yeah. come whenever you want. Like, it ain't even like work. It's just pull up. Pull, literally pull up. Yeah. So I'm glad you're here. Today we got a lot to talk about, yeah. but you start going where you was at. That's a good drop. You said I was a young lion. 
<laughs> yeah he just had so much fire and so much energy and just he cared so much yeah. about the community and i just had so much respect for it and i wanted to be a part of that you know i just wanted to be a part of that yeah man and we've been rocking ever since yeah Absolutely mad love for you forever and always. Let's get into it, man. Marsha, you're a shaker, mover shaker in the city, uh, known by many people, uh, respected by many people. I will say this, like you're one of those people that I got respect mm -hmm. because of the respect you shown me, like and the love you shown me publicly. Mm -hmm. It was people that fucked with me because they thought, oh, if Marsha fucking with him this heavy, like. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I had, I had, I had no clue. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I didn't want to leak the juice. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I but no, nah, for real, for just by association, because you are trusted that much in the community. And I, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's, it's important to me to be the type of person who treats others with kindness and respect and, you know, and, and moves with integrity. So that whenever I hear someone say that about me, that, 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 I, I don't take that for granted. I really appreciate it because it's, it is important to be that type of person. Right. So before we get to your current, I want to kind of reverse engineer. Right. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's, I mean, tell the people who you are. Like I know right now you got a lot of great things and you're doing something that this community really needs. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to end with that. Yeah. But let's talk about the journey to getting there. Cause I've had a privilege of even watching your transition. Yeah. You know, you've always had a very bright light, but I've watched that light be more defined. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. all I'm going to say. I think it got defined and then it got brighter. Yeah. But you always had it. So let's talk about, boom, who is Marsha? Oh, wow. That's, a, that's. I mean, golly, that's a lot. That's a really open-ended question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you're not from here. No, I'm from Indiana. I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, born and raised, Naptown. Uh, almost wore my Naptown root, rootish uh, uh, sweatshirt today. Um lived there until I was 20, went to college there, went, moved here to Atlanta when I was 28 years old. Um, yeah. Hold on. What, you said you moved here when you were 28? Yeah. Where did you go to college? I went to, I went to IUPUI. It's so it's in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck it is? I know, right? And which, which, I mean, and they call it Ui Pui, which is completely phonetically incorrect, but it's Indiana <clears throat> University and Purdue University in Indianapolis. So it's like, it's the two colleges in the city, in the metro, metropolitan city. So the way I went to college, like I, I worked full time. Uh, as I went to school and it, and I was on that 10 year plan. Like I moved here at 28 after finally graduating college, I went to college, then would drop out work and then finally got married at 26. What? Yeah. got married at 26. I went to my honeymoon in Puerto Rico. There was a hurricane and we had to come back early. And the day we came back was the last day to register for school. And I hopped in, my dad picked me and my husband up from the airport. I hopped in the car, went to school, but I was in school before. I was kind of just kind of, you know, playing around. Right. And I was like, if I want this GPA right, I got to go ahead and do this thing, you know, in just two years, knock, knock the rest of it out. Uh, ate all A's for the most part. A beef will pop up every now and then to make that GPA pop. 
and uh, graduated school, got divorced, <laughs> and moved here to Atlanta. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the new level of life. <laughs> I'm graduating all this shit. No, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't about that. The college part, the the marriage, you know, just didn't work. We're great friends still. Me and my first husband are still great friends, but uh, that wasn't that that wasn't working out for us anymore. So I knew I wanted to. I looked around Indiana, looked to the left of me, looked to the right of me, and I was like. I know that I know what this is going to be if I stay here. Right. I'm going to be married again within five years to somebody I probably know who know my, who, who know my ex-husband. Right. And I just looked at the life, what my life would have been if I stayed there. And I was like, nah. That ain't it. That ain't it. <laughs> yeah. And I moved here. I moved here actually with my best friend from, from high school, my best guy friend from high school. And that was, you know, that was a, yeah. Uh, it was an abusive relationship. He mm. he was he was you know life sometimes you know the traumas of life that people experience uh, takes them on some turns and that was an abusive relationship. I was there in it for like nine months and uh, and got about you yeah, know about. I'm, I'm one of those people where I I don't I don't do I don't do prolonged suffering. I may hey. do it for a period of time, but I'm like nah. Yeah. I'm not of <laughs> yeah. So. So one thing I didn't know, you know a lot of people. A lot of people know you. Like you really be in the mix. How did yeah. that? How did that happen? <sighs> like I mean, I be hearing seeing you with um uh what's my boy name? You know who I'm talking about? A uh, basketball player. You are with legend. That that uh, Julius Irving. Yeah, Dr. yeah, J. yeah. I always seen you with Dr. J. I be seeing you with artists. Like you be. How did you get that? You know. Well, you know, I think. Some of it is attributed to the, the time that was at Bottle Bar. So I met Julius and his wife when I was at, you know, during the Bottle Bar days mm-hmm. and, um, and just, you know, just connected. Um, I think that I've always kind of been the person, especially once I moved to Atlanta and was able to kind of really be like really open up and be my most authentic self. And that's always a thing that's kind of growing and changing. But I think I've always connected with people who are more artistic, people who mm. did, you know, not really go along with the way everyone else thought right. and behaved. And, you know, so those are the, those are the, the artists, those are the, so some of those people are going to be famous and the most of them are not, right, right, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's just, I, I like people who are free spirits, who have open minds, who um who choose to think freely and um yeah so that's that's why and it's funny you know you know marco blue mm-hmm. yeah uh, it's funny he ha- he's always had this quote that he would say it's not who you know who's it's who knows you and True. i uh it's i recognize like in my path the time i've been in atlanta I didn't know how many people knew me until I started talking to other people. And they're like, yeah, everybody know you. I'm like, <laughs> a lot of people know you. Like, well, I didn't, it didn't even happen to me. I remember my transition from realizing like, oh, dang, I actually do know a lot of people in this city. Like, yeah. and it was just consistent work. Like from when I came to Atlanta in 2008, mm-hmm. technically the Cab County, shout out Lithonia. I came to Lithonia in 2008. I moved to Atlanta in 2009. Moved to Buckhead. Okay. That's how I found your spot. Um, from there, when I think about where I was then to where I am now and all the people I know, 
Like, bro, I just remember people like, oh, you know Elder, you know Elder. But it wasn't me trying to like bring these people together. It's just Atlanta is a small it's a big city, small town. It's a big city, small town. Like, That's why, you know, it's really important. I think it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, cause Atlanta, Atlanta like to be a celebrity. Like everybody, everybody a little, everybody, everybody a little celebrity. And I, like I've even had people try to celebritize me. I'm like, shawty, I'm, no. <laughs> everybody in Flint now, we were just talking about this in LA. We were just talking about how like in Atlanta, everybody has the ability to either act like a celebrity or look like a celebrity or try to talk like a celebrity. LA, it kind of separates you. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't really funk. You can't fake yeah. the celebrityism yeah. in LA. So, so we, that's why people come to Atlanta, man. You can be who you want to be out here. It's cheaper. Yeah. It's way it's cheaper. cheaper. Like way, yeah, I can rent that, uh, <laughs> that, uh, niggas don't care about you. Like you can just sit down in a restaurant. It won't have paparazzi on your right. face like LA. Like niggas be. All right. I'm popping in my city, nigga. Like, who is you? You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? That's how niggas be in Atlanta. Right. And so, like, just to get back to your story, right? You 28. Yeah. You're divorced. Yeah. Coming out of abusive relationship yeah. in a brand new city. Yeah. How did the, the, um, remind me the name of your bar? Bottle bar. The bottle bar. How did that come about? Like, what was that, that, you know, from the relationships that you kind of accumulated? How did that happen? So that happened. I, I got married again, um, later. Um, I, and that was with my ex-husband. We owned that, re- that restaurant together. He, that was something he wanted to do. And he had m- multiple businesses and that particular business, you know, there was synergy for me to, to, to be a part of that. And I mean, and it was really interesting because before that period with Bottle Bar, I, you know, I worked in finance. I was a, I, I, back in Indiana, I was a stockbroker at Charles Schwab. I worked at Merrill Lynch. I worked in banking and I was really going to like go along, continue going along that path. And when, you know, when we, when we, when I trans, when I had our, had our son, had our children and moved into that space, that was really expansive for me mm-hmm. because I had this vision and I think it's the vision that sometimes your parents have for you. You know, I was always the smart, you know, yeah. I was always smart, the blurred, you know, exactly. You know, <laughs> you know, she's, she's good with numbers, so she should do this, right. you know, you know, oh, and really just, and just because you're good in that space doesn't mean, you know, you could take that knowledge and be able to move into a different area, but I didn't really have that, you know, that confidence in myself that that's who I was. And so when we had the restaurant together and to see how bottle bar just brought back all the aspects. I've, I've always been someone who, uh, liked to host people, you know, but I would always do it in my home. Um, I liked, you know, curating, curating experiences. So Mm -hmm. bottle bar was just like this, you know, this, 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 this canvas. Yeah. For me to be able to express that, to be able to work with the chef, to be able to create, you know, different things to tickle people's palate, working with the the bartenders to create drinks that, you know, that that were different and uh, we're even down to working with the, the DJs like when the DJ, when DJs knew like when I came in, there were certain stuff like I, every now and then someone would play like one of those line dances, like the you know, electric slide. I was like, yo, 
this place is sexy. I don't want to hit nothing if it ain't sexy. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, I, this is about creating like, but on this particular night, these are the type of the people are here. I'm like, no, people come to a place for the experience that you curate. Mm-hmm. I don't curate the experience for the people who are here at the moment. I want it to be, a, be continuity. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it was, it was, it was a wonderful experience to be able to create, you know, experiences for people to come people to come and celebrate their birthdays anniversaries uh and 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 enjoy themselves that was uh something i really enjoyed so oh you you about to say something all right so perfect transition this is where i'm at yeah so i remember the bottle bar yeah and i remember it was dope just being one of my favorite fishing hoes mm-hmm. you know i saying and um then i remember it was closing yeah and then I remember you just kind of like floating, trying to figure out what was next. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about, let's, let's. Yeah, that was a, that was, you know, uh, I got divorced, you know, single mom, bottle bar closed when they did the whole Buckhead development. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first, when I first saw, you know, the, the Buckhead development that was cropping off, I was like, yo, this ain't gonna, this ain't gonna, this ain't gonna last long. <laughs> yeah. Than not having this black owned, uh, you know, establishment in the midst of, you know, this stuff. So I knew that wasn't going to happen, but, um, it was a really wild period for me of, of like really being in the wilderness and not knowing what to do next. And then, um, my oldest son, he's 12 now, but when he was four, when he started pre-K, um, he really started acting out mm-hmm. in school, like, and he then was diagnosed with autism, autism, ADHD. And when he would be, tri- when he, his, the way his diagnosis, his diagnosis was when he would be triggered, he would just destroy everything. Like my sweet, mild Christian, you know, there was one time where he had got his, his, his breakfast at school and there was one time where he had got his 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 breakfast at school and his milk had spilled and he didn't talk to anybody he completely destroyed the classroom wow. like they had to clear the room and this was and this wasn't this is something that happened multiple times this is you know so for years i was really just dealing with um his you know, getting him okay mm-hmm. and just back and forth to schools. And, um, and then, you know, I have my youngest and he's, you know, he's suffering because I'm, I'm spending so much in, in, uh, time on my oldest son. Like if there's a five day week at school, I'm there. I have, I get called three or four days a week. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was like that. So, um, that period of time was really difficult for me. And it, it caused me to just, um, just a lot, a lot, a, a, just a lot, of, a lot of suffering. And that's what led me to where you, to the marshal you see now. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. the transition. The transition. Like, yeah. It was, it was, it was that, that, that period of, of being in the unknown, of being a mother who was really concerned about, you know, about her child. And then, it got to a point even when I at home, if I, if I had a babysitter, I couldn't even have a babysitter anymore because he would wild out on the babysitter. So I was, I was at home all the time. 
and and with with him yeah it was it was and and to be someone like me i you know you know me eldridge yeah. i like i likes to get i likes to get out and move and check i like to dance yeah, I, remember I, like the, to, I remember the transition man it, yeah. it went from being very Marsha socialite mm-hmm. that we always see on the scene always see traveling to it's kind of a little toned down, like you didn't really see as much. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't be seen. I couldn't go anywhere. But and then I, I then I did see a blooming. Yeah, of what we're seeing now. Yeah, it was it was it was really, uh, that having to go into that cocoon, um, and and um, be there and hold space for my children, and then hold space for myself, and in that period. Um, it was a period of like of a lot of darkness mm-hmm. and it was crazy. So, um, I remember there was Marsha the socialite always on the scene. Yeah. Then we really didn't see as much. Yeah. Cause remember, you know, we was all sad cause the bottle bar we had was closed down. And then there's this new birthing. And yeah. just to give the people, a little context. What are you doing now? And what's your business, your mission? And then we can go okay. back to how we got there. Okay. Well, I, uh, my business is raw yoga. Um, I teach yoga, uh, but even more so I do mostly hands on, uh, healing treatments. I, I am a Reiki, uh, make Reiki master, uh, Thai body worker, and I teach pranayama, pranayama breath work as well. And I do all of that. Yeah, what does all that mean? I know. <laughs> For the people out there, say, say that again and say it slow. You said polyamorous. You said polyamorous breathing. I did breathing. not say like you see. That's how rumors get started. That's how. Right, that's yeah. how rumors get started. Repeat it for the people. Repeat it for the people. So you say you're a Reiki master. So that like so so Reiki. That's that's hand. That's a hands-on energy healing. Like you know how. And what did you like to say, master? So that's not like certification training. Yeah, yeah, that's tr- that's training. I've taken you know several years of training, but you know, starting at one level and just kind of going along the path. It really kind of started. <laughs> I don't know if it's a TMI for the podcast. <laughs> I mean, we talk about it all on this podcast. It's never TMI. It's never TMI. So, oh, uh, after my divorce, I was seeing a guy that got uh. Dematized. I, I, I'm, I'm trying not to say the the, the word. Dematized. Okay, okay, you know, I you know, I you know. It's a podcast. <laughs> hey, you know, it's a few devils. <laughs> I keep going. All right, so you got this is amazing, huh? I was, I was like, what? So, uh, Yumble. No, no, he was younger than me, though. He was, he was younger than me. Okay, okay. Yeah, he, was, he wasn't that younger. He was a, he was just art, art, an artist. You know okay. that, 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 you know that's what. That, was he that, homeless? No, he wasn't. He, no, he wasn't. That, I, okay. I, I keep, fo- I keep my relation stuff, relationships, and my kids separate. No, I, just, I don't, I'm just I don't bring nobody up in my house. You got okay. to stay over okay. there. All right, so he had his own place. Okay. Yeah, he had his own. Okay. He had his own place. Yeah, it matters now. Yeah, but it was, but it was crazy. You know the the relationship that and and it was just a crazy relationship. And I was like, I was like, I wanted to get out, but I couldn't. I was like, it, it was like it keeps calling me. Wow. And so and I remember even talking to. <laughs> I remember keeping t- it more real than you. <laughs> <Right now. laughs> 
<laughs> the OJ talking about the hooks That's in weird. me. He got yeah, the yeah, hooks yeah, in yeah. me. Yeah. So I remember, I even remember talking to a uh, a friend of mine who knew both of us. It was like, yo, I need to release myself of this. And she was telling, she started telling me about like you should get some yoni eggs. Get down. Get down. Get down. If, if I can't, can't go on the land, I can't go on that Do y'all know what that is? Yeah. What, what, okay. No, 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 no. What is it? Yoni eggs. Yoni eggs. Yeah. I don't know what eggs are. You I put that shit inside your yoni eggs. It's a crystal. Put that thing up there. And you put that thing in that thing. That thing be thing. And that thing be thing. I used to put mine in. Okay, you know. So, but why is it? How that supposed to help though? Okay. So what happened was, so, so it's 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 energy. It's okay. energy. So what happened was between me using the crystals, the the yoni eggs, yeah. meditating. I also I started I started practicing Reiki. I don't even remember anymore what made me decide to do like the level one Reiki. I think it was that relationship too. <laughs> Trying to, trying to get that dick about. I was like, just get off me. <laughs> <laughs> I got the bitch. I got the bitch. <laughs> why did I? Why did I tell? Why did I tell this story? Why did I keep it this? Because it's just tell the story. We do. We talk about it all. We talk about it all. We talk about it all. But it's, I mean, this is really this the, is real this, because this has got this a lot to really, do with you doing. This is really yeah. what. But this is really what happened. But and so. Between using the crystals, medit- meditating, and you know, putting a little herb in the air. Okay. I start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, energy started activating in my body, like just like like just weird energy that I had no clue about. And I was, I came from like, my family was just like Christian and, you know, Baptist and, you know, that wasn't the Holy Ghost. (laughs) And it was, and and so I, I had, I wasn't aware of anything around like metaphysical stuff and yoga and energy and all that stuff. That was all brand new to me. So just different energy would, I would feel moving through my body. And, and that couldn't, that I couldn't explain. So I started, you know, hopped on our friend Google, you know, and it told me that, you know, Kundalini energy was awakening in my body. Yeah. The serpent, the the serpent, the serpent energy. Like, so the, 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 the tailbone is like a coil and it starts to uncoil and that energy starts to rise up to the spine to, to, to awaken your third eye. So the energy was starting to, to open up in my body. And, you know, I started looking into Kundalini, but then I was reading that you should practice Hatha, which is just your traditional physical practice of yoga Mm -hmm. to, to release that energy in your body. So I started practicing yoga and Did you leave the dick alone by then or? No, no, she 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 ain't let it go. Nah, yet. Not yet, not she yet. she oh, in the process. Oh, she in the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? She, she what? doing this in the morning and calling the dick at You know yeah. what? No. I had <laughs> left it. I had the between the so yeah, let's rewind. Between the, the meditation and the crystals, I did mm. uh, she scared that nigga. He was a Christian. I did. No, 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 he was not actually he's not he wasn't a Christian. No, I Oh straight, bro. It's funny, he and I he and our homies now, so it's all good. You gotta, but, let, him, you gotta let him hear this. <laughs> oh, God. Homies. 
in the glass. <laughs> no, not anymore. Not no, not anymore. We clear. We clear. I, we we know our space. We can be mm. homies without that. We just leave that. We leave that part alone. That's impressive. <laughs> That's a whole podcast. Cause I can't do that. What? And once we go there, really? Hell, no. nah. We could go. I could. I could turn I'm, it back around. I'm talking about me. Yeah, yeah, you can only speak for your experience. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about me. Once we go there, it's always, and then when you act like we ain't never went there, now I'm gonna want to go there. Like, I'm like, oh, you remember I act like we didn't look, go there? And look, and then you like the homie, so when you like meeting new guys and shit, oh, this the homie that used to have me digmatized. What? This ain't the homie no more. We don't hang like that all the time. Okay, it, cool. it See, that's what I'm saying. Like, but <laughs> in my relationships, I don't believe in like, I, that's a whole, that's a whole rabbit hole. Like, I can't come back. And we're back. Yeah, I can't come back. What you mean? I can't come back. If I don't been there with somebody, I can't come back. Really? Oh. No, so I'm I'm really able to. It's really interesting. Like, once, well, women are once, good at that. Once, 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 I, I, once I slide somebody over there, I'm like, yeah. I, I women, a, women are very good. I can't, I can't, but, but I don't slept with I some. I don't slept with some women, and like, you wouldn't even know. Like, I'm like, hold on. Now. <laughs> You better, you better get some reverence. Nah, <laughs> like, we, we we purify ourselves in the in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. See, look, <laughs> all, the, all the crystals, all the yoga, what you call it, the, the hatha, all that not, yeah. to get over the nigga. Now she a virgin again. <laughs> like, <I'm> like, <laughs> see, I don't, see, I, nah. <laughs> women do do that though. Women, women, we got them every year. They take rituals and they be knocking off bodies. January oh, yeah. first, that, like, like, that's why. I don't think no woman, and they really believe it though. <laughs> they really believe it for real. They be knocking off bodies. Like, like, like nigga name, he don't count no more. <laughs> he don't count no more. So I feel like it's a lot of women don't even really know they count because they be like in their mind they release that shit. They like, really have. They be they gone really for real. But that's what's up. That's and what's she's up. quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing to say. So, so, so get to the uh, what's it called? The power uh, pyrotechnic breathing. What you called it? You know, I ain't saying nothing about the pyrotechnic. I, I didn't hear that. So say pranayama, pranayama, pranayama breath work. So, Close so, enough. Pranayama. so, 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 yeah. yeah. All of that. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> different pod. That's a different yeah. pod. Marsha want to go there. <laughs> she want to go there. <laughs> Ooh, we can get in. I, 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 I do, I do believe that most, that most humans are not strictly monogamous. Mm. Now, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. You need to crack open some. Huh? No. Like, so I've obviously, I'm a very eclectic brother, you know, and I'm around a lot of women. And I've been approached on the polyamorous, like, that's what they want to do. Like, but that's not me. I'm yeah. very clear. That's not me. I'm old school cheating monogamous. <laughs> like, I did not believe you. Really, you really, that's that old school cheating monogamous. Yeah, that's old school. You won't be real about it. That's old school. Because most people can't, but that, that comes down and this, I mean, that really, that's where I think that most people don't like truth. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we want our truth sugar coated. We want it. We want, um, we rather, we rather, we rather, we rather an uncomfortable lie, you know, a comfortable, no, a comfortable lie, a comfortable lie, an uncomfortable truth, yeah, this is true. which, which for me, you know, my intention game is way too strong. Hmm. And if I allow someone to, like, I know, I know when I'm being lied to. 
like, and most women do know. And, you know, and when you, when you're being lied to and you're not, and you're then wanting to stay in a relationship and you're then ignoring your intuition, that intuition starts to leave you. And then you start getting lost. So yeah, I, I, I've never personally been in a polyamorous relationship, but I understand why people love in that way. And I also, I'm, and that's just me saying this is completely aside, aside, but I just do think that there are a lot of different ways that people can love. I agree. But I back to the, but back to the, back pranayama. to the regular, schedule. back to the regular schedule <laughs> program of pranayama. They sound like you did a lot of training. Yeah. You did a lot. Yeah. Of, yeah, so so with the Reiki, um, part of the training for Reiki is that when I meditate, I would do different breathing. This breathing technique where I would breathe from my crown, breathe into my belly, bring up. And then, so that was pranayama, but I didn't even know at the time that I was practicing pranayama. And that's why now as a, as a yoga teacher, that's one of the things I really encourage uh, and teach the most with people. Like when I work one-on-one with students, or even when I work with groups, I always incorporate breath work because it's one of the most powerful ways to, um, to ground yourself, to, to help alleviate anxiety. Um, it's, and, you know, with yoga, the physical practice of yoga, a lot of people are not going to sit there and do a 60 minute, 90 minute yoga practice, but everybody can sit down and intentionally breathe deeply into their body and, and, and release like everyone can do that. And it's really, really transformational. Do you, do you, do you, do you do, do you practice? Well, I, I, so I do when I'm in relationships, like if that's what they do, you know, I'll try it out being real. So my ex, she uh, used to do like fitness, obviously. Mm -hmm. So I work out with her every blue noon. I would do some (laughs) yoga stuff. So, uh, why is it that men don't really tap into the yoga? And, and it's, it's like a certain brand of brother that taps into it. Mm-hmm. And why is that? I mean, I can't completely answer it. I can say what I think because, you know, I'm not a man. Yes, sir. <laughs> trying to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. No, no. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, like, come on, when I be at it, like, so. Let me see some of them yoga retreats, bro. bro. bro yeah. I'm, I, I mean, just, that's definitely something, right? <laughs> them niggas be but like, bro. There's something to it. And I want, I want to get your take on this too, but there's the market yoga ass nigga. It. Yeah, there's something to it. In Africa. Yoga ass nigga. My auntie go to Africa <laughs> twice a year. Wonderful. Check this out. She goes and visits the the culture, things that you've done before. And she says the men are so fit. They practice yoga every morning. They do Tai Chi. They work out together. And it's just a way of life. Over here, we kind of put a feminine brand on it. And so, and I know they got the jokes and all of that, but. (laughs) No, I'm just, I'm just saying like, what? You've been to Africa. Niggas got time for that shit. I ain't never been there. No, I'm saying you look at Africa, like the way it's set up. Yeah. We, they have time. Like we're. Right, right, we don't, right. They got a designated time in the morning. Yeah, because because part of that river. yoga stuff is like, to me, it's like such a time thing. It's such a. I got pushback. I, 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 I might not have. I, I got pushback. You could put. You can make yeah, the time. Yeah, and and it's, 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 the only reason I got a pushback because like I like. Like I could replace my yoga time with my masturbation Absolutely. time in the morning. Masturbation time. No, I can literally no, 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 bullshit no, 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 time, no, 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 no. scroll y'all, time. No, no, no. Y'all talking about scroll, scroll time. No, she laughing. No. That's real. Y'all talking scroll, about y'all talking about time. one thing. I was talking about what Mark was saying. He's talking about the brothers are doing tai chi and working out and doing yoga. But I feel like America only lets you have. Though, bro. America only lets you have one 
one time for designated fitness at one time. Like you, you're always okay. on the go. Yeah, I got another pushback, but bro. your time, your 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 time is your own. That's what I'm saying. No, that's, no, that's four or five a.m. Have you ever been but, out with in the, at a gym at four or five a.m.? That crew is heavy, bro. That crew yeah, is man. Them niggas thick. don't be having no lies. Ain't nobody getting no help. That's crazy, bro. Uh, <laughs> but you, but you, but you, but you, but you, but you, but you want hoes. So do you want? Do you want somebody you can really connect with? Oh, I mean, oh my god! And oh. we back. I just said. And we back. Hey, look. Just, you gotta know where you at. You gotta know where we at. You gotta know where we at. You gotta know where we at. I'm just. Look, I was saying it for a joke. Now you done messed up my joke. Now you gotta cut that part out. (laughs) No, but, 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 but like. We got women that listen to this podcast. (laughs) Of course we don't want hoes. Uh, You want women and wives. No, you don't have to want wives. I will commit me in love. But, but, no, but, but, but honestly, you don't, I don't think in order to have respect for the people you're with, it doesn't have to be committed. You don't have no. to have, you don't have to have, it doesn't have to be committed relationships. It does, I, I think especially in our community, like, and, and I, I grew up in, you know, on eighties, nineties rap, mm-hmm. you know, where, which was hella disrespectful of women. Um, in the music and the media that we listen to, like we're conditioned that sex is like like something filthy and dirty and nasty, even the way that it's spoken of. It's like it like like some, like something's being taken from t- from someone, and the from woman, the person that you're laying down with, is a you know is a hoe. Versus wanting to connect with people, even if that connection is for a short period of time, and being the honor honor who that whoever that partner is during that connection and because it's supposed to be a it is it's, first of all it's, sex is an exchange of energy you're, it exchange, is. you're exchanging energy with another person it is and when you exchange energy with that person it should be done with with reverence you know, but, but, and, 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 I, and I, and I, but, 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 and, you know, on, on a real, on a real stuff, I don't, I don't, and I feel like in our community, it's not viewed in that way. I feel like, you know, especially if you listen to the music, the women's like, you know, well, the where, the, where, the, where the cash what is, what it 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 is, what is there if you are out here gallivating doing what you're doing and trying to come back like where, where's the respect in that why does it well if 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 we've made it like if i told you my values if i told you how i feel about things it sounds like you being disrespectful no with that but that's that's why two people have the Mate, who, she said not, if you make who, an agreement whoever, if y'all make an agreement every, yeah whatever uh, that uh, agreement uh, is yeah okay. but what i'm telling you is i don't believe that because i believe someone is always lying it doesn't have to be that way. I'm just saying. It doesn't have, maybe it not doesn't in the moment. Have to, it don't have to be maybe that way. Not in the moment, but they typically no, things change. Over no, time. I believe like, somebody lying like back in their head. I believe, and, and y'all know you don't seen this even with me. I have shifted from I used to lie, and I used to you know what I'm saying. I used to I used to uh, spit main game and have a girlfriend and then cheating, mm-hmm. and then I remember just. Not wanting to do that. No yeah. I remember the switch, and how, I said, "I'm how a, old was you? I'm gonna be uh, turn thirty. Uh, how old was I with uh, uh, about the name? Of- 
Don't be day dropping. I, I'm about to say, I think it was before that. I want to yeah, say about that, 29. No, it was about 28, 29. It, 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 it right at your age. I'm approaching. And I, and I remember, I remember just saying like, you know what? I'm going to be straight up because I don't feel like having this speech no more. I don't feel yeah. like hearing this no more. Yeah. And I started doing that. And people would go along with it. And a shout out to, uh, Pastor Cal, Married at First Sight. He was on the podcast. Mary Jane for Punks. Um, Mary Jane for Punks. He said something on that episode. He said, sometimes women will lie to themselves to not hurt themselves. And meaning they agree to, yeah, we're just going to do this. If we're not going to be committed, we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. But you really don't want that, but you agree to it and it's still, Get hurt in the end. Yeah. I'm not saying what you're saying yeah. is not possible. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not common practice. That's a level. Of, that's a high level of maturity. It's a high level of frequency you I don't mean, see. And I the mean, issue is, I mean, I'm 47 years old, Shotty. So that don't mean shit. Yeah, that don't mean real with you. Like, I mean, it'd be old ass shit tomorrow. I'm just saying, like, my the average girl I'm actually dating, women I'm dating are between 47, 52. Like, you not. Okay. You must not listen to the pod. Okay. So I'm telling you is it is not a older young lady. I listen to that pool too. And under- I understand that it's not it, m- maturity. <laughs> maturity, maturity is not an age. It's really no, oh, a mindset. No, no, like, not. so you could that's be 55 and still act like a 50. But I, th- year old. I think yeah. that's why what you're I, I doing. Them. <laughs> exactly. So that's why what you're doing is so important. Like, so one thing you've been hearing people say, Oh, you got good energy. Y'all hear that all the time now. But I think it's like cliche and it's trendy. People don't really understand energy. You know what I'm saying? If they really understood it, it will reflect in your lifestyle and your behavior in your intake of everything that you do. If we yeah. really understood this energy thing, yeah. going back to that, when you start talking about sex is an exchange of energy, most people, especially people in our community were introduced to sex prematurely mm-hmm. or through trauma. Yeah. Like not many of us were introduced through tr- sex in a healthy, positive mm-hmm. way. Absolutely. And to the point when you hear people that are practicing sex in almost a formal, proper way, it seems strange or uh, wrong. Mm-hmm. Like if someone said, Oh yeah, I'm still a virgin. I'm waiting. Bitch, you ain't like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It look because we are so, we have adopted the mindset that sex prematurely and through trauma is normal. I lost my virginity at 12. That's an issue. What? What, a, what grade were you in 12? That's like, uh, middle school. Yeah, it's like, seven, like seventh it's like grade. Seven grade. Yeah. I, I was, I, I was fifth, my, I was fifth yeah. going to six. I was going into middle school when mm-hmm. I lost my virginity to a high schooler who was like four or five years old. That's trauma. Yeah. I lost and my I didn't know it was, grade. I thought it was playing. I thought it was P. Well, I, I thought lo- it was P. I, I lost my on some trauma shit just cause. I remember trying to talk to a girl and she flat out said, don't nobody want to date no nigga that's a virgin. Go get some pussy. And that's really one of the only reasons why. I, and that guy, he from the country too. Right, like, right, right. Country, they do everything faster. Right. Wow. Like, so that's like eighth grade. Cause, cause I can't, I got nothing else to do. Wow. But it's crazy. I was the youngest though. I was like, I literally was the fifth grade summer. It was this chick that I met at my church. Her name was Tajanae. And yeah, they're right. Remember that right? Day. I caught the Coda bus, the number one from, I caught the number nine from Sunbury Road to number one on Cleveland Avenue. Took the Cleveland Ave all the way down to her crib. All that bit bitter. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and honestly though, in hindsight, there is an argument to say that I kind of was like raped a little bit. 
and I don't know how deep I'm trying to get into this podcast, but it's like no, it's not a no, argument. It's not kind of an argument. No, you were she, like she high school, and you were I was in middle school, fifth born in the sixth, and the sex was she jumped on top of me, and that was what it was. Like I didn't do anything. I I, I ejaculated inside this woman. Like it was all of these different things, but I didn't know what the <laughs> fuck was going on. I didn't. And she she just so, hopped on me and, and made it. So happen. so here's the wow. thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Going wow. back to what she's saying. Dang, that was deep for wow. yeah. I just no, let that so, go. So what so we so going. I do this work. That's why I do the work mm-hmm. I do. I don't teach. I don't. I do the, this work for trauma. Like I don't do. I'm not on the yoga. With, you know, this is not anti anybody, but you know the 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 posing and like like that's not like yeah. for me. It's about healing trauma. Right in the community like my shirt says i love black people i love all people but i specifically have the experience of being a black woman so i interact mostly with black women and black men and i see the trauma that we have experienced through our through our lives and no, that's why mm-hmm. I I teach yoga. That's why I work one on one with individual clients because so much of what we we deal with in life causes us to have layers upon layers of trauma mm-hmm. that has to be released in order to have you know a healthy you know healthy life. And what you said is important, though. It's like healing the trauma, but. I think there has to be a root of identifying it because I didn't know that was trauma. Yeah. I realized today I'm attracted to older women and mm-hmm. I've been for my whole life. Didn't you realize today? I mean, I realized that now in my life I'm a little bit older and stuff yeah. like that, but it's like, I didn't realize it was probably sparked off that first experience. Yeah. Not probably. It absolutely yeah. was sparked yeah. off that first so experience. So are you really attracted or are you exercising the trauma you experienced? I mean, I love older women. Um, <laughs> and I think there might be a little bit of both in it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I might have just picked it up over time and and realized that. But older women are dope. Well, uh, what about the other side? Forty, like, 40 plus is beautiful. What, what does what does healing look like? Like after the trauma, right? What is being yeah. secure? And in, most people don't life? know that. That's a good question. Like, and that's why niggas don't even try to start the journey of healing. Okay, what does that really look like? How does it change me? Is it gonna make me more money? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is it gonna like yeah. what? Is, like all, all, you gotta you gotta break it down all, practically all for some. Okay, so when I talk about healing and trauma, and we talked, and you 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 kind of touched on it when you talked about energy. Everything mm-hmm. is energy, and being cognizant of the energy that you that you ingest. You know, we we become we humans. We are glorified computers. You know, if you you deposit garbage in, you get that garbage out. Mm-hmm. So first of all, you know, I'm a big fan of detoxing, detoxing physically, detoxing mentally. You know, that's where yoga, 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 the physical practice of yoga is the physical practice of releasing the trauma that's been held into our bodies. Our body, there's a book, the body keeps the score. Like that, the traumas that you've accumulated through your life are held in your body. So for me, yoga is paying attention to what I listen to, you know, not listening to things that, you know, that in the, in the energy of what I listen to, paying attention to what I watch, paying attention to the type of conversations that I, that I entertain, paying attention to the foods and the vibrations of the food that I eat. Um, 
every, all of these things together create the vibration that we're, that we're at. Like when you look at your life and you're like, you know, well, things aren't working out. I'm attracting this and I'm attracting that. That's because you don't attract what you want. You attract what you're at vibration in alignment with. So it's first and foremost, it's about being deliberate and intentional about where you draw your attention, paying attention to your thoughts, you know, thoughts are just, you know, and then, and, and thoughts become your habits, your habits become your life. Like all of these things come together. So I teach yoga, I teach breath work, I teach meditation, I teach all of these different practices, but it's all of this together, you know, paying attention to the foods that you eat. You notice if you eat a bunch of foods that have a low vibration, you know, uh, you don't have energy. If you eat, if you eat foods that give you life, if you go outside and get the sun on your body, you know, and get, and get, and gain that energy from the sun, you know, all of, all of these things are things that we can do to help raise our vibration. I, first of all, I love what you said. Yeah. Round of applause. But I feel like as a people, we are, Constantly in chaos mode. Yeah. So Delta just did some fucked up shit. Okay. But they do. Delta just made it where if unless you're buying comfort or first class, you no longer get Sky Mouse. What? Yeah, it fucked me up. We just went to LA. And I cause I tracked Sky Mouse. Of course. <clears throat> so I was excited because I just got four thousand for going to Raleigh. So I knew this Cali trip was about to put me over the mark because I'm trying to get to go. I'm a silver medallion. They yeah. start because of you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've been, I've been racking up on the air. Hey. So um, I'm getting ready to go to gold medallion. And then it looked, it looked like, yeah, you got no miles. It's uh due to the new rules. So I went. So immediately I'm researching. And they said any ticket bought after the first of the year, unless it's comfort or better, you no longer get sky miles. So I was so fucking angry. Like it was such an elitist. It's like, mm -hmm. because I'm not sitting in this seat, I'm not in the air mm -hmm. or you don't value the business. Like, like we not yeah. sky miles is all about valuing yeah. what you do. So I was like, man, I'm about to do a fucking petition. I'm about to, cause if enough people say something, that's a fucked up policy. Yeah. But then I had to think about the black experience, right? You know how many other petitions of how much other shit we got to do? How much energy, how much energy do you have like, to disseminate in to, different ways, different spaces? Yeah. Who give a fuck about a flight when we dying? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When we ain't got shit. Yeah. So we don't even get to enjoy the luxuries of life, mm -hmm. right? Because we're such in this chaotic trying to survive everywhere else. Because of that, we lack a lot of patience. Mm -hmm. So when we do things or are presented with opportunities that do not bear instant gratification, mm -hmm. we immediately shut off the desire to want to do it. Yoga, breathing, all of that could change my life. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure, but I need to be able to tap into the patience of doing it on a constant to feel that growth, to feel that expansion. You know what I mean? Like, we want to do it like, we need that shit right now. That's why niggas were so excited about the fucking flower. 
Remember when we were investing in the flour, the uh, the uh, oh, the oh, susu? Yeah, yeah. Susu. Yeah, susu. Yeah, it was yeah. instant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a traditional susu. There's traditional savings. There's tradition, but that's a long game. Like, you gotta invest in it. You gotta wait. You know what I'm saying? But the flyer flour was instant. That's why we don't really fuck with stocks. But Dodge Coin, that shit fast. That shit came up. Let me put some money in that shit because I'm getting paid right now. We got to learn how do we tap out of chaos survival mode and really get a hold of our patience so we can really invest in the things that's going to help us on the long run, long long term. You know what I'm saying? But we can't do that because all of our energy is in this fucking rat race. A rat race that you're born into, whether what, regardless of your economic, uh, social, like the higher you are, obviously it looks different. But if you black, period, there's a level of chaos that you're born into. Because if I work for corporate America, I'm always watching my back and seeing what the white folk about to do for me. You know what I'm saying? If I ever, like last night, I was riding up and it was a roadblock. Little robot, like a random roadblock, and instantly, and I was on, I saw it happening in front of my auntie, and it was like eight cop cars, and I pulled down, and it was a brother cop, and he just asked for my license, he let me go. But the level of anxiety that you get as a black person, the fact that you just pull up on fucking cops, now as a white person, you look at, you look at that as, well, they're doing their job, they're probably protecting me from someone bad. Yeah. I'm looking at them like they might think I'm someone bad. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, so what you're doing is important, but what I want to learn and figure out how to do is how do we present it in a way where our people understand the importance of it right now? Because it seems like, I'm just be real. People look at leisure. People look at yoga, breathing, all that stuff as leisure. They look at it as pleasure, like, like you a hippie, you got the time, you got the money, like you, yeah. you can do that. Do you, do you, do you watch TV? Do you scroll on, do you scroll on, on Instagram? Intentionally, yeah, but I, I do. I mean, I, I get it. Yeah, I do, but yeah. yeah. So what, what I, what I'm saying is that you can create space. Uh, let's do, do me a favor. Um, just sit, sit, sit up straight. <clears throat> about to practice everybody. everybody, we all gonna do this. I like it. it For the audio experience, I love yeah, this. I love this. We gonna do this. You speak my right. language. So just you know, allow your eyes to gently close. When you inhale, allow the crown of your head to draw towards the sky. As you exhale, allow your shoulders to relax and soften. Allow your lips to seal. Take a deep inhale. Feel your belly expand. Open your mouth wide and audibly release. (sighs) Let's do that again. Take a deep inhale again. Feel your belly, your ribs, your heart expand. Open your mouth and audibly release. One more time. Deep breath in, your belly, your ribs, your heart expand, audibly release. 
Now your lift, let your lips seal. Place your right hand on your belly, your left hand on your heart. Inhale, fill your hand up with air. Lips seal, slowly release. Four, three, two, one. Deep breath in. Four, three, two, one. Exhale. Four, three, two, one. Let's do it three more times. Inhaling. Four, three, two. One, slowly release. Four, three, two, one. Inhale. Four, three, two, one. Exhale. Four, three, two, one. Last deep breath in. Inhale. Four, three, two. One, take another sip, deepest breath you've taken all day. Then slowly release and let it go. Four, three, two, one. Gently allow your eyes to open. How do you, how do you feel, gentlemen? <laughs> No longer mad at Delta. So, when you were talking about wanting that, that that's really why I beat the drum of pranayama breath work. Because that's we, what we just did. Yeah, that's what we just did. Is pranayama breath work. Because you got a soothing voice. Thank you. I mean, you know, it could be distracting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you when you mentioned. Um, wanting to have you know us being impatient and wanting to have that immediate response that's why i beat the drama of pranayama because five minutes a day or just a few deep breaths when you're in that when you're when you're waiting in that line when the police are there instead of going into this mode because you're now worried about the next moment you're worried about what's going to happen when you're up there and you're right here. Look, the breathing going to help you. Yeah, we in the car now. <laughs> nah, but it's, it's I mean, it, but, but it, I mean, but, 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 it, but you go roll them windows down. Right. You I want to and, 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 and if you got, and if you, and, I mean, if you in Atlanta, I mean, if you, unless, you unless, 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 unless you, unless you hold and wait, right. you know, you, you, you ain't going, you ain't about to go to jail, <laughs> you know, off of this it. This nigga's stupid. Bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He got the jokes, but I, I, I truly believe in this. And, um, brother by the name of Kareem that's out here in Atlanta owns a company called We Society. He actually love, was the one. I love Kareem. Kareem, yeah. Kareem Manuel. That's I love guy, him. man. And yeah. he's actually the one that put me onto the breath work. And yeah. we've gone through different sessions and different things like that, but he described it as, Yo, I'm going and talking to these investors every day. I'm going and talking to these business, you know, business meetings, um, clients, customers, et cetera, et cetera. He said, breath work for me is something that I do 
immediately before I go into one of these, these sessions. And I'm like, that's the most practical way that you can use breath work. It's so practical. That, like all of these different things. And it's kind of puts you into a different trance. And now you have a different way of viewing the world and you're at a calmer place and a calmer space. And yeah. You just it, give off a different energy. So it grounds you in the present moment. I mm-hmm. think a, a lot of times uh, we're not present. We're, we're unconscious most of the time. We're dwelling on the past. We're worrying about the future. And when you connect with your breath, first, first and foremost, it brings you to the present moment and then it cleanses you. And, you know, without getting too hippy dippy, uh, breath is the vehicle that God, source, universe rides on. There is a reason why you can go like, over a month without eating food you can go over a week without drinking water you can go you can't go six or seven minutes without breath or you lose your life you lose your life force so being able to draw it because a lot of times especially you talked about us you know being in survival mode a lot of times we breathe especially if you've been someone who's been in survival mode a lot of your life breathe backwards you tell someone who's been in survival mode to breathe deeply they breathe you tell them to breathe in their belly they're breathing into your chest Mm -hmm. and you're not able to cleanse and purify yourself cleanse and purify your mind cleanse and purify your emotions and cleanse and purify your body with your breath and that's where you know going outside being in nature taking deep breaths in nature where you're not taking, you're not getting like recycled air. You able to get it mm-hmm. right from the source. I love it. Give her a round of applause. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Marsha. Yogi, raw, 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 yogi? raw, raw, yogi. Yeah, like a dungeon dragon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, can you please tell people, how do they find you? How do they connect with you? How do they experience you and all that you do? Well, um, my website is under is going under a development. I'm I'm moving it from Raw Yoga to actually Marsha Shackleford. Um and um so right now you can go to my Instagram and then the link to book a session uh for individual session if you're in Atlanta for an individual in person or for virtual sessions is in my bio. Uh and yeah. So that's Marsha, M-A-R-S-H-A underscore Shackleford, S-H-A-C-K-E-L-F-O-R-D, or RAR Yoga, RAR, R-A-W-R Yoga. Y'all, y'all experienced it here. I hope y'all did that. Shit got me tired. There's breath work to wake you up to. <laughs> we, it's like it's like we, you got an app for that. We got a breath for that. We got a breath for that. I like it. I like it. Um, anything you want to just say to the people? Like any last points, advice, wisdom, sage? Yeah, you become what you focus on, and you are the you are the creator of your life, whether you know it or not. Most of the time we're doing it unintentionally. But if you change your focus and your intention, you can create the life of your dreams. So focus your mind on what you desire. Don't focus on what you don't want. Be intentional about what you consume. Be intentional about your thoughts. Be intentional about the foods that you consume. Be intentional about the people you surround yourself with. Be intentional 
I really will say this to my people, be intentional about the music that you listen to. Music is a four minute loop, a mantra. And you say those words over and over again. This, that's what you're speaking into your mind and speaking to your life. So be intentional about what you bring in. And if you don't like what, how your life is experiencing, pay attention to it. Take a, you know, journal, pay attention to what you're consuming and pluck out anything that doesn't serve you. You are the creator of your life. Love it. I see. I love that. Um, I should just thank you. Thank you for being consistently dope in my life. And, uh, pun intended, you have been a fresh breath of air since the day I met you. Same thing for you. I'm telling you, you know, it's every time I see you, it's always like you, 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 you receive the energy you get from me because also the alchemy of the energy that happens when you and I are in the room together. It's a teamwork. Uh, <laughs> Ding. I mean, she's smart. <laughs> she's smart. <laughs> no, but for for real, you you, I love what you do in the community. I love I love your consistency. One hundred and thirty four podcast episodes. That's focus. That's intention. Man, stop playing with me. What? <laughs> I'm the first nigga to, to do all, all types of shit. shit. <laughs> And you ha- and you got a great team. And oh yeah, these guys are amazing. Yeah, man. you had a great team of gentlemen of people because you support and love people, and it's and it's evident by the people that are surround you and your vision. So big up to you. Appreciate you, bro. Continue, continue doing your thing. And I'm gonna you know get this I'm session. Always gonna support you. I'm gonna get this session in, and I'm gonna get one for Mark too. Yeah. I, know, I know Mark won't do one. So. Yeah, these 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 hands. I mean, you, you, you ain't like, I, I low key wanted to do a session before you did the podcast. Mm. So you could yeah, come over here. No, so no, so that's the reason to come back. I'm so like, so man, fuck can. all this shit. Right, 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 right. <laughs> what you talking about, y'all? This thing changed my life. It works. Let's, it works. Let's, it works. Let's, let's do a session and record it. Content. Can we record a Patreon, session? Patreon. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be content. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, that's, as, that's as dope. long as I can get yeah. down in the chair too. I'll be recording. I'll record. Yeah. We'll let you do it. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. I saw that'd be a it'll be a good piece of content for your company as well. I love it. All right, so let's do it. Let's set that up. Three cameras. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, Make some reels all day. So let's rock it out. So uh, we say this every week, man. I love y'all. I need y'all. But most importantly, I can't wait to see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Jess Eldridge Podcast with Mark and Keith. Damn. <laughs>